0: This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. Visit voicesofwrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. I suppose we could stand here all night. suppose we could. I'll settle this once and forever. I want to ask you something, brother. One more listening. Why do we never get an answer when we're knocking at the door with a thousand million questions about hate and death and war? It's my music. You're listening to Music of the Mat on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. What's going on, guys? It's your old buddy, your old pal. Andrew Rich, the Barbarian himself, coming at you with this new episode of Music of the Mat, part of the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. bit more casual of an intro than usual, for a number of reasons. Number one, it's a casual kind of day. It's summer, it's sunny, it's hot, the AC is running like Yoshino. I figure, why not dispense the formalities for this one? And keep it cool, keep it cool, as ELP once said. Also keeping it casual because a certain someone is not here. My usual partner in crime, Chris Maffey, the score lord himself, is absent for this go-around. He is currently on vacation with his family. Well-deserved vacation, I may add. I say it all the time, but Chris works so hard to produce this podcast make it sound as sweet as a dish of ice cream each and every episode. So he deserves a day off. Because of this, I am doing this episode alone. This is a solo effort. I wouldn't call this episode 13, because Chris is not here. This is more of a bonus episode in my mind. 12.5, we'll call it. However, this episode will come out as part of the regular release schedule for Music of the Mat. Episode 13 will be delayed for a few more weeks. This way, Chris can come back, he'll be refreshed. We'll both have ample time to prepare for our next full-length, dual-hosted episode. It'll make things a lot easier for the both of us. So just to reiterate here, this episode is a bonus episode. It is part of the regular release schedule. Episode 13 will come out in two weeks' time like any other episode would. You got that? Excellent. We are well into the month of July now. The 4th has come and gone. If you're like me, and you were born and raised in the USA, as a certain theme song goes, you uh, celebrated Independence Day here in the States. I hope you had a safe and fun 4th of July. All of your fingers are still intact. You didn't end up like PJ Black, missing a digit or two. I had to work on the 4th of July. Because I work at a radio station, and it doesn't matter what day it is, the radio station is always on, always running. So someone's got to be there to make sure that the buttons are pressed, and the knobs are up, and the levels are checked. And on that day, that certain someone was me. But hey, i I'm not complaining. Holiday pay is holiday pay. And actually, I'm looking forward more towards the rest of the month, rather than the 4th of July. Because I'm seeing two concerts that I'm quite excited for. First one is going to be Gorillaz here in Boston. I love the band Gorillaz. I think Demon Days and Plastic Beach are fantastic albums. The new one, Humans, I'm slowly delving into. I like a couple of tracks here and there. Andromeda and Strobelight, Let Me Out. It may take a few listens for the album to grow on me as a whole, but I think it will eventually. After Gorillaz, I'll be going to Mansfield, Massachusetts, the Xfinity Center and I'll be seeing Iron Maiden they're the headliner and opening for them is the band Ghost huge 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 fan of Iron Maiden I've wanted to see them for years and Ghost is one of those newer bands they're out of Sweden that I've just become attached to real quick over the past year or so both of those bands well known for their live shows so there's no doubt in my mind that it's going to be an incredible show my only concern with the concert is parking, because I went last year to Mansfield to see Black Sabbath perform, and it was a great concert, amazing. The biggest nightmare, though, was getting into and out of the arena. It was one big traffic headache. It took me so long to get in and to get out of it, just a, a massive jumble of cars. As I was making my way to my seat, the opening band was just getting off stage, so it was real close. To to me missing those opening songs for Black Sabbath. So my plan is, for this concert, is to leave a couple hours earlier than last time, just to make sure I see both Ghost and Iron Maiden in full. One last thing before I begin the topic of today's bonus episode. I wanted to bring up two new podcasts that are part of the Voices of Wrestling podcast family. The first one is called Wrestling Omakase, hosted by a former guest co-host of the show, John Carroll, John was on our Dragon Gate Heel Units episode, and John did a fantastic job breaking down each heel unit in Dragon Gate history. John and a guest sit down and discuss any wrestling topic that the guest wants to talk about. It could be a certain era of a company, could be a certain show, a certain wrestler, anything. There are two episodes in, I listened to both episodes that John has done, and they are fantastic listens. So get on the ground floor for that one as soon as you can. The other new podcast, it's the All 90s Podcast. Rich Krejch and his wife, the nurse, capital T, capital N, they discuss the decade that was the 90s. The trends, the music, the fashion, the people, everything that has to do with the 90s, they're talking about it. So check that one out as well, it's also great. You can find Wrestling Omakase on the Voices of Wrestling podcast network at VoicesOfWrestling.com. You can find the All 90s podcast at All90sPodcast.com. Mail time. Hey, mail time. you know what that means? Mail time. mail time. Mail time. Here's the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail! All right, let's get to the meat of the matter here. This is a QA. I sent the call out to our faithful listeners via our Twitter feed at MusicOfTheMat on Twitter. Send in any question you have that you'd like to ask me. I've got a bunch of them right here. We'll start with Lee Malone, fellow Voices of Wrestling member. What is the best theme mashup of when two singles guys became a tag team? Theme mashups can go one of two ways. The first type of theme mashup is when a tag team comes out and it starts with one singles wrestler's theme and then it segues into the other wrestler's theme. For example, Sheamus and Cesaro. Cesaro comes out, starts with his theme, then it segues into Sheamus' theme, and Sheamus comes out. That is one type of theme mashup. The other type of theme mashup, the one that Lee is referring to, is when two singles themes are blended together onto a single track and become an entirely new theme. Now that second type of theme mashup, to me, doesn't really have the best track record. And I'll give you a prime example. Back on the first episode, I brought up how Rob Van Dam and Booker T were a tag team on Raw in early 2004. They beat Batista and Ric Flair to win the World Tag Team Championship on one episode of Raw. And they decided to combine themes, but they didn't combine Rob Van Dam's theme, One of a Kind, with Booker T's theme, Rap Sheet. They combined One of a Kind with Booker T's song from WWE Originals, Can You Dig It? And it sounded like this. It's the Booker Man, y'all. That is still, still, rough to listen to. I mentioned this on the first episode, but I'll say it again, it sounds like someone played Booker T's song, and at certain points they hit a button, and one of a kind just plays over it. I'll give you a couple more examples. Back when Cody Rhodes and Goldust teamed up in 2013-2014, they became tag champs, and they got their own mashup theme, Gold and Smoke. Not a fan of that one. I'll give you one more. Who can forget the legendary run of former Paul Heyman guys, Ryback and Curtis Axel, a.k.a. Rybacksel. They had a mashup theme too. It was called... (sighs) Meat on the Perfect Table. Now, Lee, you asked for the best theme mashup. The first one is Brizongo's theme. Tyler, Shot on everything that you are not. So, as you can see there, the two themes blend quite well. It's not jumbled, it's not awkward, they flow from one to the other quite smoothly. The other one, and you may not realize this is a theme mashup, unless, of course, you're Garrett Kidney, is actually. Beer Money's theme, Take a Fall. When America's Most Wanted split up in 2006, James Storm's singles theme became Sorry About Your Damn Luck, and the vocalist on that, Serge Salinas. Get me! At the same time, when Team Canada split up, and Bobby Roode went on his first singles run as Robert Roode, he got his own first singles theme, and it was a song called No More Fears. vocalist Serge Salinas from James Storm's singles theme with the instrumentation of Robert Rude's singles theme you get a mashup theme that was Beer Money's Take a Fall Beer Money He's from the He's from the city Why's your money your money and your alcohol. Speaking of beer money and Garrett Kidney, Garrett asks, "Are you willing to offer a formal retraction about your slander of long necks and rednecks?" Sorry about your damn luck. I'm a creek swimming, moonshine sipping, deer skinning, beer drinking, Johnny Cash Listing! This was cleared up earlier on Twitter. Chris was the one who dropped an elbow on Long Necks and Rednecks back on episode 1. I, on the other hand, actually enjoy that song. It's currently on my iTunes as we speak. In fact, not only do I enjoy Long Necks and Rednecks, which was James Storm's singles theme after Beer Money split up, but I'll go one step beyond. And say that I also enjoy Bobby Roode's singles theme that he had after Beer Money split up Off the Chain. Now, you're probably thinking, surely you're not referring to the lyric version of Off the Chain, are you? And I say you're goddamn right. And don't call me Shirley. I'm off the chain. Time to go Here's the first verse. Look out, world, my time has come. New life for me's begun. Open the gates and watch me run towards my new freedom. Doesn't even rhyme, and yet I still enjoy it. Now I will acknowledge that there is some cheesiness to long necks and rednecks and to off the chain as well. A little omelette du fromage, as Dexter would say. But what can I tell ya? I like what I like. And I like those two themes. Yes, there's some cheesiness to it, but hey, give me some cheese, some Ritz crackers. I'm like Rhino. I'm a happy boy. This next question comes from Gordon Bonthron, who asks, do you generally prefer bespoke themes written for wrestlers, meaning in-house themes, or wrestlers using quote-unquote real songs? Gordon, it really doesn't matter to me where a theme comes from whether it's in-house like Jim Johnston or CFOs or Kitamura or whomever or getting a quote-unquote commercial song from outside wrestling as long as the theme is good and it fits the wrestler I really couldn't care less where it came from for example I love Bray Wyatt's theme Bray Wyatt's theme was not written as a wrestling theme it was written outside of wrestling by Mark Crozer and the Rells. Mark Crozer, of course, sold it to WWE. They bought the rights to the song, they renamed it, what have you. But it doesn't bother me that Jim Johnston didn't sit down and write out all the lyrics in the notes. Of course, if he did do that, if Jim Johnston did write Bray Wyatt's theme, I'm sure there'd be a lot more metal guitars thrown into the mix. Our next question comes from Cheese. No, not Al Snow and Steve Blackman. Talking about the Twitter user, Head Cheese. How excited are you about the Emoji movie? Well, Head Cheese, I can't say it's high on my list. There are a couple other movies that are nudging it out of the top spot, shall we say. Things like the new Planet of the Apes movie. Christopher Nolan's new movie, Dunkirk, looks spectacular. I'm excited for the new Spider-Man movie, which is pretty crazy how it's been 15 years since the first Spider-Man with Tobey Maguire, and it's been rebooted twice. From what I've read of this new Spider-Man, it's getting great reviews, and I enjoyed the new Spider-Man in Captain America Civil War last year, so I'm looking forward to that one quite a bit, actually. And, of course, there's Thor and Star Wars and all the usual names. I still haven't seen Baby Driver. I want to see that one. I'm a big Edgar Wright fan. and My dad saw it, and he loved it. I did see a movie recently, called The Big Sick, which is Kumail Nanjiani and Emily Gordon's movie about their relationship and how they fell in love. It's really, really good, really funny, really sweet. Of course, Kumail plays himself. Zoe Kazan plays Emily. Ray Romano's in it, Holly Hunter. bunch of comedians in there as well. It's a really great movie, and I recommend it highly. But the Emoji Movie, I think I'll skip that one. Jamie O.D. is up next. Jamie's question, favorite Company theme song. Hmm. Wrestling companies, there have been instances where they do have its own theme song. Not just themes for a TV show or pay-per-view or whatever, but a theme song for the entire company in general. Of course, there's ECW with This Is Extreme. New Japan had The Score by Emerson Lincoln Powell. Big Japan has one as well. My favorite, though, would have to be Rich Swan singing the CZW theme on acoustic guitar on The Kevin Steen Show. Blood, cry, survive, you shaking, your bones are breaking, yeah. yeah. Like the Nazis, like this, ground come to battle, love this time. Ring fear, ring the war, ring the law, lay in the law, once again, for war. CCW, not for not to live, die, to live in the fire. CCW. Steve Castaneda writes, What would be your baby face and heel themes? If you were a wrestler. Now this is something that I guarantee every single wrestling fan has thought about at some point in their lives. If you were a wrestler, what would your entrance music be? Since I'm a huge music fan, of course I've got like 50 different songs running through my head. It usually depends on which song I'm obsessing over at the time. It was at one point Tom Sawyer by Rush. Another point it was Epic. By faith no more. But Steve's variation on the question is interesting because you have to distinguish between a babyface theme and a heel theme. Now, a babyface theme, I've molded over a little bit here. It really depends on the type of character you're going for. Are you an underdog babyface? A white meat babyface? A comedy character? An ass kicker? An anti hero? A supernatural being, perhaps? So it's all about choosing the right theme to fit the right gimmick so i was thinking for my babyface theme i'd be an energetic white meat babyface and i'd want a song that was also upbeat poppy get the crowd on their feet get them clapping along get them slapping hands i'm going with vertigo by u2 great energy to it. I think it's perfect for a wrestler to come out, get the fans excited, get them pumped up. And I can just picture in my head standing on the turnbuckle, raising my arms in the air as the chorus hits. Now as for a heel theme, I'm thinking of going more towards the darker side of things. Not necessarily a monster, more of a loner figure, more of a a dark brooding type. Maybe get a hood, some eyeliner, a little bit of dry ice. I'd want to come out to something that was also dark, also brooding, but not too morose, not too trudging. So I'll go with a song with a drive to it. It's got a great beat, great vocals as well. This is Cities and Dust by Susie and the Banshees. of chaos and destruction, which goes along with the danger and mysteriousness of my character, but at the same time, isn't slow and plodding that a heel theme could be. Sober World of Sports asks, Which podcasts, wrestling or not, do you listen to? I don't listen to that many wrestling podcasts. I listen to The Voices of Wrestling Flagship. I listen to We Watch Wrestling, which is hosted by Three comedians, Matt McCarthy, Vince Averill, and Tom Sibley. I also listen to the Attitude Era podcast, which is actually one of my favorite podcasts, wrestling or otherwise. As far as non-wrestling podcasts, there's the Rooster Teeth podcast. There's the Off-Topic podcast with Achievement Hunter. Tuesdays with Stories, which is hosted by comedians Joe List and Mark Normand. There's Rock Solid, which is a music podcast. Malton on Movies with Leonard Malton, Doug Loves Movies, We'll See You in Hell, which is a sci-fi horror fantasy movie podcast hosted by Jodorosa and Patrick Walsh. I also listen to Emotional Hangs, which is Jodorosa's other podcast hosted by him and Kurt Braunholler. There's Road Stories with Murray Valeriano, and the other one is Hollywood Babylon with Kevin Smith and Ralph Garman. So those are the podcasts that I'm listening to as of this moment. Josuke Santa Maria asks, Best movie soundtrack of all time. Josuke says Saturday Night Fever. Chris on Twitter said Back to the Future. Those are two great choices, I will say. The best movie soundtrack, in my opinion, is Prince Purple Rain. People call it a masterpiece. And I'm in that camp. I think it deserves the praise it has gotten over the years. It has classic songs like Let's Go Crazy and When Doves Cry. Of course, Purple Rain, Darling Nikki. That would be the best pop music movie soundtrack, in my opinion. The best classic orchestral movie soundtrack, to me, is the Lord of the Rings movies. I saw those movies when I was a kid, and they captivated me. One of the big reasons why was because of the score. And to this day, the music is still a big part of why I love those movies. So Purple Rain for pop music soundtrack. Lord of the Rings for classic orchestral movie soundtrack. Pat Francis has this question. At what age did you become a pro wrestling fan? I was 10 years old. It was actually July of 2003, flipping through the channels, when I came across Monday Night Raw... This was back when Raw was still on Spike TV. They hadn't moved back to USA yet. And the match I came across was Shawn Michaels versus Chris Jericho in their WrestleMania 19 rematch. And because I didn't know the difference between babyface and heel, because I wasn't used to that yet, I was cheering for the heel, Chris Jericho, because his tights were blue. And blue is my favorite color. So I was rooting for Jericho. But of course, as the match went on, I slowly became more and more invested in seeing Shawn Michaels, the babyface, win. And the rest, as they say, is history. One last question. And if I did not get to your question, I am sorry. I picked 10 of them. And this is the final one. And I wanted to make sure that this came at the end, so you heard the whole episode. Mr. Not Funny Jr. asks, Do you have a guilty pleasure wrestling theme? And if so, what is it? Yes, I do. I do have a guilty pleasure wrestling theme. I think we all do. We have a lot of guilty pleasures. Whether it's music, wrestling, TV, movies, doesn't matter. We like what we like. And chances are, one of the things that you like is going to be scorned and mocked and ridiculed by a lot of other people for one reason or another. That's what makes it a guilty pleasure. They make you feel guilty for taking pleasure from it. As far as my guilty pleasure wrestling theme, it's quite a doozy. This may shock you, this may horrify you, you may throw your phone or laptop against the wall in disgust, but as I said, I like what I like, and for some reason that even I don't know, I like this theme. So without further ado, let me introduce you to my guilty pleasure wrestling theme. It goes a little something... Like this, yo, you dealing with the X factor. I got everything I ever wanted, and I'll never get that back. Yo. Oh, I know you hate that factor, factor, but you ain't gotta look at me like that. I said, You ain't gotta look at me like that. What you looking at? What you looking at? What you looking at? What you looking at? You wanna buy. I spent a lot of money and time whims. I
1: yes yes
0: I like X factors theme the what you looking at by Uncle Cracker. a lot of people do not like that theme a lot of people hate that theme and I can understand why it's corny It's outdated, it's Uncle Cracker, it has nothing to do with X-Factor. I mean, all they did was dub the words X-Factor over Uncle Cracker singing the line, that fact. That's all they did. But, again, for reasons that I cannot explain in concrete detail, I like this song. It's in my iTunes, it's on my iPod. So you may ridicule me. You may mock me, you may turn your nose up at me, you may sneer and point, you may even turn this podcast off right now as a sign of protest. But, like I said, I like what I like. As Vince Averill often says on We Watch Wrestling, subjective art form. Which also means that you, as well, have a guilty pleasure theme. I'm sure somewhere in America, somewhere in the world even, there's a guy whose favorite wrestling theme is the goons and god bless him for it well that's it this bonus episode is in the can thank you again for listening thank you again for sending in your questions if you'd like to follow us on twitter you can do that at music of the mat if you'd like to follow me on twitter or perhaps scorn me for liking X-Factor's theme, you can do that too, at Andrew T. Rich. Go to VoicesOfWrestling.com for past episodes of this podcast, as well as other great wrestling podcasts like Burning Spirits, Shake Them Ropes, Open the Voice Gate, Everything Evolves, and plenty of others. Check out the VoicesOfWrestling.com forums. VoicesOfWrestling.com slash forum. You can sign up and discuss anything in pro wrestling that your heart desires. Also give us a rating and review on iTunes, VoicesOfWrestling.com slash iTunes. Our next episode will be in two weeks, episode 13. It will be the return of one Chris Maffei to the podcast, a regular full-length episode, and our subject for that episode will be the theme history for the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. And we will be joined by a guest co-host. He is the host of Voices of Wrestling's Lucha Underground podcast, Lucha of the Hidden Temple. It is Chris Novembrino, Dr. Nove himself. He will be joining us to discuss the themes of Shinsuke Nakamura. That is episode 13, coming at you in two weeks time. For the absent Chris Maffei, I'm Andrew Rich. This has been Music of the Mat. We'll see you next time. Music of the Mad is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. The songs used throughout this show are property of their respective copyright holders. Here it comes again. Lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey sub at Firehouse Subs?